0: Welcome back to Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones, a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We cover both the films on the big screen and the ones on the small screen, the TV shows, and now I guess the Marvel presentations as well. Um, So anything that's in the MCU we'll be covering here. So we've got a couple things to cover this week. I am your host, Derek McDuff, and joining me is my good friend and my co-host on the underrated podcast, Alan Torres.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody?
0: Um. So, yeah, the two things we'll be dis- uh, discussing are She-Hulk just came to an end, uh, as well as the kind of spooky Marvel thing that just came out, Werewolf by Night. But uh, I really wanted to have you uh, on, Alan, because I know that you are kind of the... Uh, the expert on all things She-Hulk. I didn't really know anything about She-Hulk or or you know, it wasn't wasn't a character that I was super interested in before this. Um but why don't you go ahead and tell me what you thought of the show just to just kick us off here?
1: Well, I, I'm not I'm not completely an expert, but I I've I've read a I've read a good amount, so uh, yeah, no, I, I I dug it a lot. I really I, I I wasn't one of those people that hated it at the very start. I know there are some people who, like, their minds were changed over time, but first episode in, I was already hooked and I already loved it. And, you know, they're, they're, it's just kind of all, like, the cool references they do to the comics where you know, she breaks the fourth wall, just, like, with the, the the comic book covers of her kind of, like, talking to the reader and, and talking to the editors and everybody and the writers and artists, which was always, which is always super fun. And I love that they did that in this as well, but... I really dug it a lot. I think from from for right now it's probably my favorite of the of, is this part was one division part is was one division part of the same phase?
0: Yeah, yeah, one division kicked off phase 4.
1: Okay. So yeah, I think She-Hulk and WandaVision are probably like Tie. in mm-hmm. in a way. Like I like both of them and they're both drastically different. But they're they're definitely the most fun out of all the uh, the MCU shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. What what did you think?
0: Honestly, yeah, I I fucking loved it. Like this show felt like it was pretty much tailor made for me. Like I said, I I don't really know anything about She Hulk. She's not a character that I've I've really experienced in the past. I haven't really read anything about her or anything, and I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, I. The first episode, I wasn't somebody who was hating on it, but I think the first episode I was not super impressed by because it, it just seemed like, okay, here's another Marvel origin story. But rapidly, it was like, no, this is this is like one of the best things Marvel has done in a long time. I would say that it has probably become my favorite Marvel TV show of the Disney Plus ones, at least. Um, because, yeah, I like you, I loved all of the meta stuff, the fourth wall breaking, uh, all of that. Um, I thought that it really did a good job of utilizing this world of the MCU. And what I mean by that is it's like, you know, you have all these Marvel shows and it's about this kind of small group or a group of characters that they all kind of just go on adventures and cross over with each other. And they're all these heroes. And this was like, hey, what's somebody who like is tangentially connected to these people? And you'll see them come in and out but is just kind of not doing the superhero thing. They're kind of doing this thing. What would it be like for somebody else with superpowers in this world that isn't living in that, oh, no, we've got to stop Thanos or whatever it might be, you know, of the week. And giving it that lens, I thought, was really awesome. Uh, And the one thing that I was really, really worried about through the whole show was, okay, well, we've been doing this, we've been getting this kind of, like, legal comedy and just like with wandavision which was for a long time my favorite show but i was really disappointed with the ending because the ending ended up just being the whole thing of that so many things in the mcu have done it's like okay now we just gotta have a big battle in the sky where we're shooting generic blue beams at each other we're gonna get the big fight at the end because it's gotta be that's gotta be the marvel ending and i was really let down that that's the way wandavision ended and i had similar thoughts about like shang chi for example after all like Shang-Chi fucking incredible up until the point where like his dad dies and it's just like all right well that's the emotional climax and now we just got to go fight a dragon and this it felt like oh no there I was I was loving it but I was just dreading the whole time like they're just going to end it with some big Hulk fight that's what it's just going to end even though that's not what the tone of the show has been and then they start to do that I'm like all right well here it is I kind of prepared myself for it she's going to snark on it whatever and then she then they're like no 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 these third and they like specifically address all of the third act problems the real only problems that i've had with mcu movies is the kind of big third act generic samey battle and they're like instead of doing that we're just gonna make it the most fucking meta thing where she's gonna literally like go out of like disney plus like her disney plus little slot go into another one and like talk to the writers, and talk to, like, this Kevin Feige robot thing, which I thought was so brilliant and clever. And it's like, yeah, Jen's whole thing, her whole thing about this show is she's a lawyer. She's good at arguing for things. And to make that this meta-lawyer, like, finale, and to subvert the, to give us just a second and look like it's going to start of, like, oh, he's this bad guy with Hulk powers, and to just turn all that on its head, I thought was... Some of the best stuff that Marvel has ever done. And I was just... I breathed such a sigh of relief that it just gave us this really interesting, innovative finale that felt so appropriate for the story that's being told and for the character and the character development that we've seen so far.
1: Absolutely. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, I was a little worried because, like, like you said, I was kind of like, well... I felt like there was just too much going on in her personal life for there to be a big boss fight where I was like... Because, mm. like, there didn't seem like a tease. I mean, there was a tease with the whole intelligentsia and, like, the blood and stuff, and I was like, okay, this seems like it's kind of going a little... Th- like, that stuff, I was kind of like, seems a little too fast. Kind of out of nowhere. Like, it doesn't seem mm. necessary, because I feel like there's so much going on. And then... Yeah, like at that last part where that the, you know, the incel yeah. creator of uh, Intelligentsia was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I, I got your blood and I'm going to turn into a Hulk. And I was like, oh, this is, f-. I was very, I'm not going to lie, at that moment I was pretty pissed. I was like, really, dude? I was like, I hate this character. Why does he get to be a Hulk? And I was like, I, I was, if, if, if I wanted a boss fight, I was like, I kind of want like, at least a fight with Abomination or like, a really badass fight with Titania and, you know, and then when all the characters started showing up and I was like, oh, this is really cool, but I was still like, huh, this is very, okay. I was like, I-, I guess I'll brace myself for this. And then it just went total meta where I was like, okay, I'm in. This is the best season finale of any of these shows. Like I already was like, I love this. Cause like, it, and I like how she just kind of made fun of like, Everybody. She made fun of like Marvel fans and like, incel culture and like just all these people who are, like bitch, 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 bitch about everything. Like, yeah. And I like how it was so like if you follow if you followed it, you know, week by week. I I don't know if they did it like I think it'd be really difficult for them to write it every week and produce it and do everything like like the South Park guys do. But I was like, damn, they really did a great job. Writing wise, predicting how people would react.
0: Yeah, they like it was like they were like, "Oh, we know we've seen the way that these like incels have fucking reacted every time there's been a female superhero," and so we know who that we're gonna make the bad guys of this show. And it's funny because like looking at all the like reviews and all the angry people who review bombed it and stuff like that. They just were like, yeah, it was it felt like they were writing the bad guys to be responsive to that, but they had clearly done it months and ahead of time, film written, filmed and shot it all before any of that was happening. So they knew what the what people how people were gonna respond to that character, and it's that's so amazing.
1: Yeah, oh, and I love how intelligencia was like or intelligentsia or whatever, is like Reddit. Like it looked like <laughs> desktop Reddit. And yeah. I was like, that's pretty fucking great. Like that was a small detail I really Really appreciate it. I mean, I'm I'm a redditor. I love Reddit, but like you know, mm. there's that fucking shitty side of Reddit too. Mm. But yeah, and just yeah, I really liked where it went. And again, I was like, yeah, this is like you know, because she was kind of the original Deadpool for Marvel mm. before he came out. Like she was doing all this stuff, and now you know Deadpool's huge and everybody loves him and all that. But I'm really glad that they give her so much love. I feel like all the writers. And everyone working on the project really loved it. You can feel like there's great energy with everybody, and it, it was super fun. But I've one one only thing I really was like really disappointed about: not enough Titania. Mm. I fucking loved her. You know, I'm a I love Jamila Jamil. She's an awesome person. Like I, you know, I have her Instagram. She says like amazing, wonderful things. She's always very you know, body positive and, and just a sweetheart. And I loved her in the good place and she's pretty fucking hot on top of it as well. (laughs) So, yeah. So, but yeah, that was me and my girlfriend, she watched it with me and she absolutely loved the show too. And she was like, oh my God, like that was her big complaint. She's like, no more Titania," because her (laughs) act like, like we only got her very little bit, but she stole like every scene she was in. Mm -hmm. Like I loved every, every scene that she was in just super funny and like, just charming and just like I didn't think there was a way for her to be more of like a selfish kind of character compared to her character on Good Place. But they she did it even better this time. She went even farther beyond. I, I do wish we got a little bit more of Titania's like backstory as well, like how she got her powers and everything. But maybe for the next season we'll get it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like with this season, they were really trying to kind of not send a message, but just be unique and be something different compared to you know all the rest. Like, don't get me wrong, the other MCU shows are great. Uh, Moon Knight was fun, but I won't lie, even Moon Knight, I kind of felt a little underwhelmed with the ending. Yeah, Miss Marvel was fine; it was fun. Uh, uh, Captain and the uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier that was cool too. We, like, they all had their moments. But I was just kind of like, all right, you know, fine, whatever. And I love that they addressed that. They're like, yeah, this is the same fucking thing. And it is something that people complain. Even I've complained about, you know, many times we've talked on this podcast where sometimes you get a little bit of superhero fatigue and you're like, oh man, I kind of want something different or I want something, you know, like I love seeing the big battles, the big boss fights at the end. But yeah, this one was just absolutely my favorite season finale. Like, WandaVision, yeah. I liked the big boss fight in that one. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. That's kind of what I wanted for that one. Because it's Scarlet Witch, and she has these badass powers, and you want her to see you want to see her fuck shit up. But with this one, yeah, just the way it was, I was like, I kind of want to see something else other than a whole fucking shit up, you know, but um, yeah. Oh, and then another detail I really liked, the Kevin, mm-hmm. 5G robot, had a
0: hat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was great. You had the little baseball cap. That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Easter eggs in this, it felt really smart. It felt really deliberate, stuff like that. Um, And then I loved the way that they integrated the cameos. Like, the cameos never felt like they were there just to... They even kind of commented on, like, oh, we're not going to just have this here to set some other plot up or like she says that to Kevin, she's like, we're not going to just set the whole thing up, even though they kind of do it a little bit at the end. It's kind of like a little wink, wink thing. Um, But it's just like, whenever someone would show up and they would be like, okay, here's this person. Now it felt like, yeah, she's in the MCU. There are these larger than life characters. And whenever she ran, ran across one of them, it made sense for the story. It wasn't there to just be a cameo. They were there to service the story that was being told. You know, the whole, all the stuff with Wong, Wong is great, he shows up in all the Marvel shit now, they even kind of make that meta joke about him being, he's like, oh, were you in another show? And it's like, oh, it's the age of peak TV, you know, and, you know, they kind of, and, but he, you know, he's there because, yeah, we saw Wong and the Abomination in uh, Shang-Chi together. Or when Daredevil is there, it's like, yeah, he's a lawyer. Of course you're going to have the other famous Marvel lawyer here. And then they're going to hook up, and it's going to be fucking incredible. Were you also were you as happy as I was to see, A, Matt Murdock show up, B, for him to show up in that fucking costume and just be ha- so happy and great, and then to see these two awesome hot people fuck each other? Like, that was so great. I was just like, good for both of you. Like, oh my god. Like, I was so happy.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean... I was like, you know what? I'd be happy, you know, just seeing Daredevil. And I thought it was like, I thought for me, I was like, it's gonna be a very long shot. We see him in the in the original yellow suit, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, in the you know the commercial, you see him in the yellow suit, and I was like, I'm already happy. I'm good. I yeah. I, I don't need anything else. Like I got the yellow suit. I I can I can go about my day. And then I was like, I want them to hook up because especially you see how. Jen's just kind of going through the sh- she's going through the shit or not kind of she's just going through the shitter the whole time and you know there's a guy who you know he only wanted to fuck she-hulk and then there's other dudes who are just like I'm traitor, and i treating her like shit or ghosting her, or whatever and then you know the guy that steals her blood and acts like he's like no I like Jen Walters and you're just like oh my god and like the whole time going up to that point I was like please I hope I'm not. A, I'm not usually a, a shipper. Like I'm not that type of dude who's like, oh, I want to see them get together. Rare time where I was like, I really want She-Hulk and Daredevil to hook mm-hmm. up and be a thing, please. Like I and it fucking happened, and I was super happy. And like I just loved seeing that. Like Matt Murdock was just happy, dude. You know, just enjoying life. Like well not you know, he's just enjoying being around her and everything. And I was like, this is fucking awesome, man. Like. Like, what more could I ask for? Like, it's just great. Like, it just felt very, like, I guess deserved. Like, I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, finally. Like, this is what we needed. You know, what she needed. And it was great seeing them having their little, like, family get together at the end. And, like, she's kind of, like, alluding to them dating. And I was like, dude, that's so fucking sick. Like, I I love that. And he's just a a sweetheart. Like, I mean, as much, you know, the the Netflix show is good. I'll be honest. I didn't finish the third season because, like. It was just too much. Well, I don't like Netflix's pacing. That their pacing is yeah. off for me, but you know, there's a lot of great moments. And I know they were trying to make it really gritty and, and dark, but I, I feel like with Marvel, like when I read the comics, most of the time the characters are pretty like happy, that you know, I my only little criticism is they all kinda of talk the same. They all kinda of have this Tony Starkish kind of dialogue in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um where they all kind of trying to make their own quips. Like, everyone has to try and be funny. But seeing this in live action, especially with these two characters, I was like, I was very happy with. I was like, hell yeah, man. Like, I, I felt it was both deserved, especially since, like, you know, I don't know if, I, I think they said that this is going to be a-, a different universe, so, like, the Netflix Daredevil stuff happened in another universe, and, you know, this Daredevil maybe didn't go through those kind of things that he went through in the netflix stuff but as someone going from netflix to this i was very happy i was like fuck yeah man like i you know i like daredevil he's he's, he's i used to read a lot of his comics back then too and and like he he was always kind of like a happy dude so seeing it i was like seeing it on live action i was like this is great
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was really cool cool to see him just like you know because he had I don't yet like you said we don't know if like how canon the show is going to be if it's going to be in another universe or whatever. But it's good to see that he's gotten to a place of being in a good place because he was in a dark place. He did all the deal with all that shit with Elektra and stuff like that. And on that same kind of subject of you know all the relationships and stuff that he's gone through, and then uh, Jen is going through. I know you you've been out of the game for a minute, but like this this show really captured what it felt like to be a a millennial, but B just to be someone in your thirties who is single. Like that for me, I was like, oh my fucking god! Like when she's like on the apps and she's gotta like introduce her parents to somebody new, or like she's like meet somebody and it's like, oh like this person is just kind of a skeevy person. Like it it or just like just in general how it feels like to be just like in your 30s and like, yeah, I'm still single and you got to answer all these questions all the time. It's just like, it it hits so so hard and I think that yeah, just the real kind of just like feeling of being a millennial and you're like, oh man, just the generational thing that we experience in a way that no other Marvel show has really dealt with. I I thought this show did a really good job with that. And I think that it also felt like it was a show that was really feminist without being pandering if that makes sense just like it's like okay this is a show about what like a woman and like the issues that women go through but it didn't feel like preachy or anything at any point it felt like yeah this is just her experience and sometimes it fucking sucks so i, I thought i really liked all of that
1: yeah and no, I, I agree with that yeah my, even my girlfriend you know it was nice watching it with her because you know the things she would say i know there was like a lot of backlash where people, you know, when she's going, I have to control myself every day from not exploding, and you know, when she's talking to Bruce Banner in the in the first episode, and like I know a lot of people, like I even had some friends of mine who are just like, I fucking hated that. That's fucked up because like you know the Hulk, he has his powers, and like it's not fair because like he goes through this and this, and you know he can explode and become the Hulk and everything, and I'm like, yeah, but you 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 haven't lived your life as a woman, so you wouldn't yeah. know what it's like. And they're like, yeah, but the Hulk. But I'm like, yeah, but he's fiction. I mean, you know, he's <laughs> not real. And the things she's saying are very real. And, and I remember she was telling me about it where she's like, yeah, dude, like, you know, if you if you do lash out or you do explode, people go, oh, my God, she's like a crazy woman or, or mm-hmm. she's too emotional. There's all these things that, like, men especially are ready to jump on it and tear a woman apart. I mean, that that that's what I really like, that it was like, you know, saying it like, like. I felt like for her, and I'm 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 going by what she was telling me. that like she felt it was more relatable, in the sense, and she was like, "Yeah, girls, you know, have a lot of shit that they have to deal with." And one of the big things that kind of was strange with the whole stuff like that was like the twerking stuff, where people were like, "Oh, what the fuck? Like, why is she hook twerking?" And da 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 da. And I'm like, "You guys are so confusing because." <laughs> They're comic book characters, and we see them. And in the comics, they're they're usually drawn. Their costumes are fucking skin tight, mm-hmm. especially on the women. And everyone has their fantasies of like, oh, you know, I wish I was with Power Girl, or I was with Jean Grey, or you know, Shadow Cat, whatever.
0: Oof, Shadow Cat.
1: Yeah, she's a cutie. Oof. Uh, and I'm like, so you're? T- I mean, She-Hulk. I I've always I always thought she was bomb as fuck. Her and Red mm-hmm. She-Hulk too, and. I was like, "You, you're upset that you're seeing She-Hulk twerk. What, what do you want at this yeah. point? Like, yeah. you, you're upset that she's saying these things, and then now you're upset that she's twerking, and there's, you're like, it's so strange hearing people's reactions to men's reactions. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to the stuff where I'm like." is this not what you wanted? Like, is this like, cause I was pretty fucking hyped seeing she hulk twerk. Cause I was like, she's fucking hot. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, you're, you're not going <laughs> to see any other character do that. Like, you know, you, you don't really think Scarlet witch is going to fucking twerk or do some <laughs> dance or anything, or, or like, you know, black widow or do anything like that. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, pe- I, I don't know. Maybe people just have their own fantasies and they're like, no, I, they have to be like this. And it's such a, typical kind of guy thing like that to be very controlling and be like well no i want it to be like this and it has to be like this because you know the women can't be like that and i'm like what the fuck is your problem like jesus but yeah sorry it was just i'm kind
0: of no you're you're absolutely right about all of that it's
1: just yeah it's just funny because like i'm telling my girlfriend you know after that after we saw that episode she had a blast with it she's like this is so fun and everyone's having a great time and she's just like why are people why It doesn't make sense. And I was like, I know, like, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's funny because it just reminds me there was that meme that went around. and It was like the Lisa Simpson, like, fax meme. And it was just like, if if, um, Deadpool was twerking right now, no one would be angry. And I was like, that's so fucking accurate.
1: Absolutely, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's what Deadpool does. Yeah, oh,
0: Deadpool's so funny, (laughs) ha, 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 you know
1: and you know to be honest i'm not a big deadpool guy like Mm -hmm. the movies are cool and i'm glad ryan reynolds plays the part he does an amazing job i tried getting into the deadpool comics a very long time ago and it was exhausting oh chibi changas that's the whole joke yeah oh my god chibi changas look at me oh i'm I'm gonna fuck death and you know oh my god i'm gonna cut thanos and stuff and i'm like okay i mean that's kind of funny but all right and and then (laughs) You know, it was cool seeing him in video games way back when, where I'm just like, wow, that's cool. He's a very obscure character. Now I'm like, oh my fucking god. You know, yeah. No offense to Deadpool fans, but I fucking don't care about him. I, yeah. I only watch him because it's Ryan Reynolds and he does a great job. But yeah, exactly. But yeah, sorry. Went on a tangent. But yeah, I'm like, he could he could have done all these things or he could have said these jokes and people would have been like, oh, gold. Perfect. Yeah. Mm hmm. Of course, look at this guy. But I'm like, yeah, oh, no. she does it. You can't. Sorry to cut you off. So go ahead.
0: No, no. You, yeah, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Or yeah, like I, the, the. Oh yeah, I gonna say where you. Oh gonna no, say. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah, the other meme that it reminded me of is just when it's like, uh uh, inter, uh male fans on the internet are furious at Daredevil in the latest episode of She Hulk because they can no longer relate to him because he's had sex. Oh my
1: god! I just sent that meme. I sent that meme to a buddy of mine earlier too. Yeah, it's like a picture of him walking, um, <laughs> doing the walk, walk of shame. The walk of shame, and like Dude, this
0: oh, which is by the way such a great fucking shot with his boots and stuff.
1: Yeah, and and I I like that it was like I, I didn't think of it as a walk of shame because I'm like, you bang She Hulk, but either way, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, when it's turned around to the other gender, people are like, oh, walk of shame. That look at that girl, she got banged. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And look at her, like sad. But at the same time, I'm like, she got laid. What's wrong with that? Yeah, like he got laid and he had a great time. If she had a good time. Cool. Like I always feel like this whole walk of shame thing is like, like look how, look how disgusting they are, whatever. And I'm like, we all fuck. Like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> like what wh- why is that a bad thing? Like if you think of yeah. it down to the nitty gritty, are we not supposed to do that as a species and continue the human race? But whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, and I and I like that they turned it that way, where like instead it was Daredevil taking the walk of shame, and I know people got upset about that. Well, they're like, why the fuck is Daredevil having to walk in the middle of the street with the shoes off and and not fucking, you know, using his grapple cane thing around? And I'm like, <laughs> well, first off, it's California. We don't have that many tall buildings other than yeah, downtown LA. Sub-
0: it's suburb. Yeah, he's in like suburban streets with like fucking one story buildings. What is he gonna grapple on?
1: exactly spider-man would have done the same thing but yeah. he would have just been like all right well i guess i'm walking because it's not new york city so yeah, yeah i mean it's just but if there was deadpool oh deadpool would have been perfect oh deadpool yeah of course he got laid hell yeah that's cool yeah. but for some reason i don't know why there's such a thing with him where they're like we gotta make he has to be the cool guy and he has to be the funny guy and all this shit happens to him and it's great but why can't I have other characters? I mean, I feel like another big thing is, like, a lot of Marvel characters in the comics, like, bang each other a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure She-Hulk's banged, like, Daredevil, Iron Man, um... can't remember who else. I know fucking Spider-Man and Daredevil are, like, cocksmiths, so they bang, like, almost every chick in the Marvel Universe. And, and, like, there's even... I've even seen a panel where, like, Daredevil's hooking up with... uh Or he's making out with, um black cat and like spider-man's nearby and he just kind of caught them by by chance making out and he's like this is my origin story or villain (laughs) origin story and like i'm like yeah like especially since it's a community of costume heroes i mean i feel like in that sense it's gonna be a it's gonna be a sense of camaraderie so people are gonna be like yeah i want to bang another superhero because they're the only person who's gonna understand me
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah no yeah, for sure. So honestly, yeah, I I I fucking like I said, I love this show. For me, just I think it handled everything really perfectly. It dealt with my one big Marvel act kind of quote unquote act three problem and in my kind of first like making me think it was gonna do it and then pulling the rug out and just really making me relate deeply to this character. You know, I feel like I watched the wedding episode right after, like days after I went to a wedding. Um, so yeah, I, I I loved it, man. Any any last thoughts on on She Hulk before we before we move on to Werewolf?
1: Um, no, man. I just I, that's, I feel like I said it, everything. Other than that, I just I really want to see more. I I feel yeah. like uh, T- Tatiana M- I Think that's yeah. She, cool. she fucking just absolutely killed it. Just she's such a phenomenal actress. I I loved her so much. She was great. And also Jamila Jamil. So I I really, really want to see these characters back again. Just, you know, I I know it's going to be a tough act to follow. Mm -hmm. So if they got to take their time, take your time. I really want to see them back again, for sure.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, like we mentioned at the top, there was another Marvel thing that just came out recently, and that was their halloween kind of special that dropped on disney plus the first uh, disney or the first marvel presentation as they called it and that was where we'll find night the mostly black and white uh hour-long uh ho- kind of universal horror throwback um directorial debut of my favorite film composer uh michael cuccino uh starring uh uh gael garcia bernal Um, But yeah, uh, what did you think of this one, man?
1: Uh, Funny enough, I thought it was cute. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was just a cute little horror story. Um, I I dug it. It was cool. Um, I mean, it was perfect for like Halloween time. You know, right now it's uh, October and everything. And it was was really cool. It was fun. Um, I will say I was a little disappointed because they made it seem like gonna be a little gory like they're like it's gonna be super gory nobody told me anything and i was like it was a little bloody but it wasn't gory but you know it's marvel it's 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 a marvel pro- uh it's a marvel product so they can't go too hard you know i mean i feel like dr strange multiverse of madness went a lot harder hmm. in that territory but it was cool it was cute uh, i don't really know much about the werewolf by night stuff other than like moon knight had his first appearance there and i know it's kind of like a but like back then, when d c and Marvel and them all used to like to have their their horror comics and stuff, um, but yeah what, what do you think
0: i I honestly loved it. i I thought it was fucking great. Um, you know, i I am really glad that they got to do it in black and white. Like I think it looked pristine. It was like when you and I um saw um uh, Nightmare Alley and how it just like was so great in black and white because they actually shot it in color, and, you know, Kevin Feige was kind of on the fence, like, oh, I don't know if I want this to be black and white. I kind of want to stick to this Marvel aesthetic, but like, Mike Cuccino kept being like pushing and pushing, and and finally, on the third edit, they're like, all right, well, let's, let's do it. And then I love the color comes back with the somewhere over the rainbow. Um, so it did some really cool stuff, like with the aesthetics, and it even had that like grainy feel, like you could see there was like cigarette burns and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it really did like emulate that that old monster movie aesthetic. Um, and I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, but, yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought he was a really cool, interesting character. I love the shot where he's, like, transforming, and you just see her reaction. Because that's going to be so much scarier than, like, seeing it ourselves, is to just see, oh, wow, this person is just fucking terrified. Um, but I, I love that it's, like, here's this other side of, like, Marvel is, like, this this whole big universe, and like just like I said with She-Hulk, like, okay, she's in this world, and there's these characters she's interacting with, and now there's there's other parts of this world like there's this huge world with all these like there's people off fighting fucking people in space and then there's there people you know doing uh like the crime the fighting the crime on the the street level and then there's monsters here there's just monsters in this world too and I love that it kind of starts with you see the Avengers and it just pans down it's like but here there's some other shit going on and here's this guy over here so I, I really I really fucking dug all of that just just really thought that it was was really cool
1: absolutely i i agree i, I love like I, i'm very jealous uh because that's what i want for dc i, I really love when like you know we, we get all these cool characters and all these superheroes and villains and they're all doing their thing but i always i love when in The universe, there's like other things going on on Earth where mm. they're not always cosmic or they're not science fiction y. It's like there's supernatural creatures running around, and you know, DC has a, a big thing too where they have like in you know, a house of mystery comics, and you know, they have all the their, their own kind of brand of horror characters. I mean, they had their own horror, just as League, just as League Dark. So, and I always am like, fuck, man, uh, we're miles not even we're like light years away from. DC being able to do that, so I'm so fucking jealous that Marvel's <laughs> getting to do it, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm cheering I'm cheering on Marvel, but, you know, my heart's always going to be with DC, but I'm cheering them on because I'm like, yes, thank you for doing this. This is just super cool because it just makes that world so much bigger, and it also just feels like there's so much more going on, mm-hmm. and it kind of, you know, because of superhero movies, you know, now nowadays it's so much bigger. Back then, it was always kind of like, you know, like the Fantastic Four movies, you know the the Jessicas album ones you just had the Fantastic Four happen, and that's it. nothing else mm-hmm. or Superman, you know the the Christopher Reeve where you just have Superman and he's the only superhero around, and that's it. you know you're not really gonna get any other characters and fucking far from getting any obscure characters at all so being able to see stuff like this where like stuff happens before these main characters is super awesome like i love that world building it's you know kind of like with right now what they're doing with the star wars you know they have um they have these books that are supposed to be taking place like way before the phantom menace and it's a really cool scene that like i mean there's a whole extended universe with star wars you know i'm pretty sure people out there are like fucking what are you talking about but it's really cool that they're trying to expand that with the Disney canon trying to be like, well, all this other shit happened back in the day, too. And, you know, not everything has to be directly tied with the Skywalker family. You know,
0: exactly. Like, as yes. fucking
1: awesome as that is. I love when the world expands from the past or the far off future where it's like, yeah, dude, these other things occur, too. It's It's weird that, like, you don't take advantage of all the history and lore that you have so -hmm. seeing that is super awesome
0: yeah and I think that's why part of the reason why Andor has been such a big success like it's like with these universes the Marvel universe the Star Wars universe expanding so much now it's like okay we can tell these smaller stories of these, these quote unquote side stories like not everything needs to be the Avengers or like a world ending threat you can tell the stories of these nooks and crannies and like here's this like heist film that feels a little down or this heist tv show that feels down and dirty and here's this like old school monster movie that just happens to exist in the same universe and i love that marvel has had such success that they are able to bring in these more obscure characters and to do something like this like this and that's that's part of the other thing too that's really cool is yeah they can just because disney plus is a platform that exists it gives them the opportunity just be like okay we're just going to make like an hour long special and just put it on for Halloween. You know, we're going to do a gardens of the galaxy Christmas special. You don't have to be like, okay, well we have to make a whole movie and here's like the movie and we've got to make it put it out in theaters and it's got to make X amount of dollars. Otherwise it's not successful and we can never touch the characters again. Blah, 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 blah. But you can just like play around be like, yeah, it's the special we did. We just, we have this character. He's not a really big character. So it's fine if he doesn't interact with anybody uh, oh, Michael Giacchino wants to direct something. He's a composer that we've worked with a bunch of times. Let's bring him on on this. He can have his own cool, like unique view. You can get all these cool, different points of view with these weird, interesting characters. Because you can, you have to. It's like okay, well, Captain America's untouched. You got to save him for the movies. But then you can really play around with all. It's like when you're a kid, and you have all the toys, and you have the one toy over here. You're like, oh yeah, this guy. He's he's like a small character, but I'm gonna like tell his story, you know. And I fucking love that.
1: Hell oh, yeah, like I, I I love that shit too. Like yeah, it's pretty much like you're saying. They're finally being able to use these toys that a plethora of toys that they have. Mm-hmm just hidden in the closet where it's like, you know, hey, well, I have these six main toys and we're going to revolve everything around them. And it's like, but dude, you have all these fucking dudes hanging out in there, like bring them out. And and I do applaud Marvel for being really good about like venturing off like that and trying mm-hmm. to do different things. But yeah. And, and you know what? It was, you know, really nice going into a Marvel thing or just something in general, because nowadays you know we're kind of flooded with like known IPs that are legacy IPs at this point where you know they keep rehashing stuff remember I don't want to say rehash I don't want I'm, you know cuz I love it you know like like this weekend when we're recording this you know they're doing the Halloween ends and it's you know they're finally finishing that storyline and but you know we haven't really gotten anything original it's like you know okay Halloween and then what what's coming out next probably another Marvel movie or whatever, but um, yeah, it's just cool to see that. Like, but um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought Sorry, I got, I got really <laughs> <laughs> ramped up in it. But um, yeah, I'm sorry. The whole point is, it, it's really cool to go into something not knowing about it, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with a, a known IP. So it's really cool that they're like, "Hey, check it out. We have all this stuff here too that you don't know about." Or for me, anyways, I I didn't know about. It. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Yeah. Like, this is awesome.
0: And then, too, just, like, because I kind of touched on it a little bit, but, like, the fact that it is on Disney+, and it doesn't have to be a something where, like, you know, we we are so constrained by the stories we can tell with film and TV a lot of the time where it's like, okay, it's got to be a three-hour movie or a two-hour movie, and that's what it is, or it's got to be an episode of a TV show. Even when they were doing the one-shots, it's like, okay, these are just, like, DVD extras, but this really felt like... This is the amount of story that we need to tell cuz I don't know where else you're going to see something where it's just like a hour long standalone thing. Maybe like a TV special or something, but even those that's not really a thing that you would see very often. But now with Disney Plus, they can just be like, yeah, we're just going to make this thing. It's going to exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'm really curious to see what they do going forward with this special presentation where they can just be like, here's a story we're going to tell it in the amount of time it needs to be told. It doesn't have to be earth-shaking. It doesn't have to fit the constraints of a movie or a TV show or anything else. It could just be whatever it needs to be. It doesn't have to fit into any theatrical or TV models because we have did C+, and we can really play with the form in a way that you haven't seen in, in media for the first hundred years of cinema, you know? So it's so fucking cool that they are getting to do stuff like this that is so you know, I I guess I would say experimental with just like the length of it.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, any final thoughts here on uh, werewolf by night?
1: Um, well, I mean, I dug it, you know, the story again, it was a cool little one shot. That's fucking awesome to see man thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know much about him other than he's kind of like the Marvel counterpart to Swamp Thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Swamp Thing kind of had his own... He's he's He showed up on Harley Quinn and he kind of had his own show that got canceled and, and that one was pretty cool. I, and, you know, it, it's cool to see stuff like that, like those obscure kind of monster heroes or mm-hmm. characters in general. So I really want to see that more. I want to see them bring out these horror creatures that, you know, fight with the superheroes or, or they just hang out with them. or Not hang out with them, but, like, you know, they're there. Kinda yeah. Like, like I was mentioning with, like, the, the Justice League Dark where it was all these, like, kind of more supernatural type of heroes that go fight, you know, supernatural stuff. Like, like I would like to see a Marvel equivalent of that. Like, because the whole thing with Justice League Dark was that it's when the Justice League or other superhero teams can't handle these like super, supernatural kind of beings. So they're like, we need this team to go in because that's what they know. That's their bread and butter. So I'm hoping this opens up a kind of se- not series, but like maybe even another experimental one shot where we get to see like a team of like supernatural kind of characters fight off. Cause all we have is Dr. Strange and, and you know, I'm very, you know, I'm I'm very happy to see that we have that type of character um, on the big screen. If anything, I was I'm still shocked that we have Doctor Strange two movies at that. Be, because it just I feel like everyone's like you know used to like Iron Man or Captain America, like those type of heroes where they're like okay, they're familiar, whatever. But yeah, I would I would really like to see more of these types of stories for sure and characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would really love to see, because you know, obviously we got the Avengers and you've got, like, Guardians and, you know, a couple of the big teams in the movies and stuff. But that's one thing I really loved about the Netflix shows is they built up to the Defenders and then, unfortunately, wasn't very well received. I did really like the Defenders miniseries that they did, but it kind of really just ended and that was it. And I would love to see another kind of, like, street-level Team like this, or not even street level, but like something more like quote unquote down to earth, and to have it like be like this supernatural horror thing, or this you know something like yeah, you get you know maybe Bloodstone and you get the werewolf and you get maybe like Moon Knight or something and and whoever else, and maybe introduce a new character and just kind of have these characters team up in some way, like you did with the Defenders, like you did with the Avengers, where you kind of introduce them and you have them a crossover would be so fucking cool, and I would love to see yeah something uh, like this is this is one of those things where it was like if this is all it is i'm i'm really cool with that but if this is like oh now this is a new character we can have him kind of show up and meet somebody else and meet a moon knight or whoever it might be uh, because like you mentioned they 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 had to sim- they had to he had his origin uh moon knight had his origin in this comic you know that would be something that would be so fucking cool
1: oh yeah oh also wanted to ask what did you think about the werewolf design
0: I liked it. I I it was it was pretty cool I thought. It was uh it was it was not like it was a good balance of like being kind of like monstrous but not disgusting. It felt like he ha- still had some humanity left to him which I felt like was good for this character because you know, he is a protagonist. He is a good guy and he's he's out of control, but when he's out of control he's killing the bad guys. He smells her and he wants to uh not to not hurt her um you know he has that line of just like it worked once which i thought was a really like, there's so much in that line um but yeah what did you think of it
1: uh, i was a little worried at first because like you know i i was kind of in my because in my head i was like oh it's gonna be like a, a werewolf like from like the howling or like underworld or something because i don't know, i like those a lot i like the mm-hmm. more long snout super hairy werewolf with the claws and everything Cause I feel like like that's a werewolf. I'm like that's like a mm-hmm. giant, you know, just a, a wolf on like its back legs, fucking, fucking shit up. And then I like I won't lie, you know, the Lon Chaney Jr. Wolfman, as classic as it is, I always said it was okay design. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's very long time ago, and you know that's what they worked with, and I know it's classic and and it's beloved, but it's not very. Scary, but I thought they did a really great job of making it like this kind of. His design was like that Wolfman, but it was super sleek and like cool. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like, like um, like you know how like Iron Man gets his like suits, and over time they look sleeker and smoother, and like they kind of look. It's kind of like a car. Like different car generations, like you know, you look at a Mustang and it looked like this in that time, and then it looks like this, and then like this, like it, it like evolved. And I feel like Marvel somehow like evolved the Wolfman design, like the mm-hmm. Lon Chaney Jr. one, and it looked really fu- like in the, the in the silhouette. I was like, oh man! But when he like you finally see the shot of him, I was like, whoa! He looks badass. Like he <laughs> looks like a huge like a superhero Wolfman. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that looks cool. Like, he, he just... I don't know how to explain it, but, like, when I saw him, I was like, that's like... Like, the Lon Chaney Jr. Wolfman. I was like, that's a classic, like, you know... Like, like I thought of, like, an old 50s car or something. I'm like, that's a nice classic car. And then I look at this one, I was like, dude, you're like a fucking Corvette. Like, a, <laughs> Like, you look sick as fuck. And sleek. I don't know why, but I was like, he looks sleek. But... I really applaud the, the the monster design a lot. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looked looked really awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, really both both this show and both this special. I think we were both really big fans of. I would recommend if you haven't watched them already to check them out. Um, but yeah, like I was saying at the beginning, um, we are Derek and Allen of the Undercast Company um this is infinity stones and dragon bones and we do a few other sh- shows like i mentioned we also co-host underrated which is a film podcast like this one um but it's about as you might have guessed underrated and under the radar films um the episode that we're gonna have come out in just a couple days is gonna be on um, the new world we had a really cool guest um alex Cairos from um beyond the screenplay talking about the um uh, that uh, that film, the uh, Terrence Malick film, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and then we've also got Ariel, who does those uh, the podcast with us, has her "You've Never Seen" podcast, which is comes out the first of every month. Uh, so look out for that pretty soon. Um, I think that, am I forgetting now uh, anything, Alan? Or is or is the thing that about covers it?
1: Um, have a happy Halloween.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then I'll just say uh, definitely also check out the can i say something podcast which i co-host and i'm gonna be a guest talking some more about uh werewolf by night so if you want to hear even me talk about it even more with some more people um listen to the matt and mark movie show uh that comes out um, i'm not sure when but i'm going to report recording that uh later this week so check that out too and yeah like alan said happy halloween Ooh.